welcome to Bible Belt Bros. Or Idiots in a Bible Belt, as Andrew's no. dad likes to call us. No. So I actually um, had a talk with a marketing expert about that. Uh, you actually know him. A mark- so is he really an expert if we yes. both know him? Okay. Yes. And um, he actually advised me not to call it Idiots, Idiots in a Bible Belt. At first he liked it. Because it had a ring with the West, uh, you know, West Coast and East Coast people. Because they they already think people in the Midwest are idiots. Well, I liked it because it made it give us an out. Like, all right, we're not saying that we're the smartest and brightest people and everything we say is true. Right. Which, I mean, if you've listened to any of our uh, podcasts, you already know this. (laughs) Yeah. What what did we say once? Uh, Oh, what was it? Temple. Something in Temple. Like a... uh, Protestant Protestant temple, temple. yeah. Sure. Those I don't even I, exist. <laughs> I think I called it that. But, uh, <laughs> yes. But no, for, uh, he said, uh, later on in our conversation, something else came up. I'm not going to talk about it. But then he goes, you know what? Two idiots in a Bible belt is not good for you guys. So don't do that. I was like, all right. So It's just funny because, I mean, sometimes I feel like an idiot and I live in a Bible belt. Yeah. But we're both well-educated people, so. Yeah, that's right. Darn two, no, educated. One, one more than the other, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'm not going to do that. Well, the holiday season is finally over. I'm excited about that. I love my family to death. I love when they come down. I love going to Missouri. But it is so relaxing when it's finally over. Well, for me, it's just the scheduling is so it's so random. You can't get like a good foot in what's going on. To especially like I own a small business, so just trying to trying to like manage that and managing people's schedules as they're going on trips or um, you know parents, family coming into town. Just trying to manage all that and get work done because. Customers don't care about your personal life, so right. Yes, it is. It it's very hectic, and so the first of the year or the new year is always a sigh of relief. You can finally relax. I'm lucky. I have a couple weeks off until school starts back up. Isabel starts school right away, and you're working during the holiday season, so that stinks for right. you. Yeah, that's you know you you started in small business thinking. Hey, I'm going to have tons of extra time. This is why I'm doing it is extra time to be able to do more set my own schedule. Stuff that matters, you know, like work with the work in the church more, like as a volunteer basis, be able to do other things and I've actually done less now that I've done business stuff. And then I actually started out I was able to do that, but as it grew quickly, I mean, we've doubled sales every year since starting. So um, the first couple of years wasn't too bad, you know, I was able to do a lot and then all of a sudden it's just like, can't do anything now. Which is funny cause I'm actually talking, I've been talking to Lisa about getting a job so I'd have more time. <laughs> right. Uh, essentially not continuing my education after my bachelor's, which I really need to, but man, you just want to take a semester off or you want to take a while off. Well, a semester would probably turn into a while, <laughs> right? Yeah. So, speaking I, of time, I have you ever been wa- binge watched Netflix stuff all the time? Okay, so 
my Hawkeyes got destroyed by Stanford, and so I actually, by halftime, it was already like 21, 28 nothing or something like that. And so I went ahead and, I mean, I'm a loyal fan. I watch them whenever I can. I even buy the Big Ten package just to get Iowa games. Because when you're living in Oklahoma, it's all about OU, OSU, Tulsa, all of them. So, so I, uh, But I had to just turn it off. And so I got caught on this Netflix show called Making a Murderer, which I just – I'm going to solve this case, just so you know. And so we binge-watched. There's ten episodes total. They're an hour piece, and we had the first seven watched. <laughs> By the end of the last thing, we stayed up until midnight or something. And uh, so, yeah, it was. it's a great show. Which Do you listen to podcasts or anything, Andrew? Are you a big podcast guy? Not really. My okay. wife is. I'm not. Okay, well, I, I'm – with my job and how it works out, like – Listening to podcasts is pretty easy for me. Just throw on a podcast and get, you know, it's kind of like an assembly line type of thing when you're actually printing shirts and you just kind of, just gotta, just kind of numb your mind and just go through the motions. And so it's nice to kind of listen to a podcast while you're doing that. And I, uh, I got hooked on this one podcast called Serial, which uh, season one, like I binge, binge listened to it like in a week, and uh, it's a, it's about one of those things where somebody's in jail for something that can't quite prove that he did but you can't prove that he didn't and you're trying to figure out you know did he really do it or does this story make sense is there some stuff in the police department that has kind of caused this person to be looked at more you know instead of other suspects so anyway so that's the same thing as this netflix show and it's filmed over like 10 years and uh and it's about this guy who was in prison for 18 years falsely in prison, ended up DNA evidence, got him out of prison. And so he was in a, in a suit with this police department. Well, then, like, um, uh, pretty close to when the suit was going to be settled, he got on trial for murder. <laughs> like, they arrested him for murder. And then there's just a lot of stuff, like, that you just don't know. Like, all right, is this evidence planted or was it real? Like, are, they, are the cops just looking at him because of the suit? And now he had to settle for less money to – because he's in jail and he can't afford an attorney, you know. So there's a lot of things. It's really interesting. So I've been been listening to that. So because of that, um, and because we were going to have an awesome guest on today, and just scheduling didn't make sense, and then I decided to binge watch Netflix. We are not going to have a actual episode. We're going to wait until we can get our guest on later this week. But we want to give you guys a heads up what's going on in our lives. Now I do know that podcast you're talking about serial and uh yeah i don't like the current ep- current one well yeah i was i think i got your opinion on that the current season of serial yes. and uh you have every veteran's opinion on that right and and i've totally like i can see why every veteran would want to kill that person now i understand <laughs> now Okay, so essentially what she's doing or what Cyril is doing on this Bowie Bergdahl situation is playing on the ignorance of civilians. Because civilians don't understand the military life, and you don't understand what's going on uh, in in a brother's head. And uh, that well, dude needs to be put on a firing squad – in front of a firing squad and shot. Well, and, and I get that. I think – I don't think that – 
it's swaying anybody that he was right for doing what he did and that he doesn't deserve to be in I've trouble. talked to a lot of people and they're like, oh, no, maybe he's innocent. No, he's not. He needs to be put on a firing squad and shot for well, his Well, he even actions. says he's guilty. That's what – I mean I, I listen to it as, okay, I'm seeing why he did it and what was in his mindset. It's He, he even says it's still not right that what he did. You know, he – and he got himself in more trouble by trying to – lessen the blow on him running away so it's really interesting the storyline of it and they're talking to al-qaeda reps and all that fun stuff but but i can see how you you're like this is stupid this is a cut and dry case <laughs> there should never been a prisoner swap we do not negotiate with terrorists which is exactly what obama did right yeah and, I, remember that. I mean bergdahl should have, he was left out to dry he turned him he did it himself he walked off that base and essentially hand himself over to the Taliban. Mm-hmm. And I just think it's interesting. I'm, there's only a couple episodes into it now, but the, his story of him trying to escape, you know, and this is all based on his what he's saying he did. Right. But um, him trying to survive, you know, in, in getting out, um, but really not knowing where he was kind of thing. Interesting. It's just interesting. All right, Dusty. So one thing that I want to make clear for those who don't know the military is when you deploy, you go through pre-MOB training, MOB standing for mobilization of troops. In that training, you always go through uh, what to do if you become a POW. And according to the uh, code of conduct for members of the United States Armed Forces, there's six articles Article 3 says, if I am captured, I will continue to resist by all means available. I will make every effort to escape and aid the others to escape, and I will accept neither parole nor special favors from the enemy. Article 4 says, if I become a prisoner of war, I will keep faith with my fellow prisoners. I will give no information or take part in any action which might be harmful to my comrades. Article 5. When questioned, I am required to give name, rank, service number, and date of birth. I will evade answering further questions to the utmost of my ability. I will make no oral or written statements disloyal to my country and its allies or harmful to their cause. And the final article, I I will never forget that I am an American, fighting for freedom, responsible for my actions, and dedicated to the principles which made my country free. I will trust in my God and in the United States of America. Okay, there are prisoners of war, which is what Bergdahl was. And then there's another class of people, and those are protected personnel. Those consist of like your medics, your chaplains, people who can uh, um, uh, provide aid or support like that. Um, And those guys, they cannot try to escape. They have to stay there. They have to render aid. Actually, if a chaplain is taken over, they are supposed to, according to Geneva Convention, just be returned to their country. Uh, But medics or doctors, they provide medical aid. Doctors have to because they take Hippocratic Oath. Medics just always followed suit of what the doctors did. So it's just understood that medics uh, fall under the protected personnel as well. According to the military or U.S. military, Anytime you have a chance to escape, you have to take that ex- chance. You have to. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about mm-hmm. it. I listened to a tiny segment about it. 
or uh, during this because I walked into the room while Lisa was uh, listening to it. And in this, he was saying that, you know, he was kept in this locked room, but he had a window that had no bars on it. I'm like, okay, well, right there is your attempt to escape. You bust out the window at night while they're sleeping. You can soften it with your pillow so it doesn't make noise, and you escape. He'd not take that chance. Or well, he did not take it. And then at some point he did well, try. And then uh, uh, later on, Lisa was like, well, he already made two attempts. I'm like, yeah, we'll make a third attempt then. You make a fourth attempt. If you have a chance to escape, you escape. There was other things that they're talking about. Like he did their – you're not supposed to comply with their propaganda videos. And right. And he did that. You, you know? only give up your name, your social, and your rank. And so it's it's just an interesting story. I, I've not been swayed on whether or not he should get a lighter punishment. You know, No, he should he, be put in front of a fire squad. And originally he brought it upon himself and people have died trying to save him. You know. Right. And it could have been a whole lot worse. Um, but luckily, you know, uh, like they sent out an entire Green Beret troop or into a clot, which it, there it's a, like a clot is a big uh, compound that has a house in it, usually in a big yard. And it's made of mud walls and all that. That's ever They're all over Afghanistan. Anyways, these, this Green Bray Regiment was sent in there to rescue him, and it the entire Kalat was booby-trapped with C4 yeah. and a big car bomb. Luckily, it didn't detonate, so those guys got out of there. But an entire Green Bray squadron would have been lost that day. Had That's what they were hit. talking about. Like The Taliban was one step ahead of them every time, and there was booby traps that they were walking Well, yeah, into. I mean, when you have Bergdahl helping you, of course. <laughs> yeah. So... Yeah. Anyways, let's, I it's an interesting story. It is nice to get like, like I'm an ignorant civilian. My military experience consists of playing Call of Duty and you yelling like different things at me. So, um, yeah. So it's, it's just interesting to get like a veterans. You know, you're not the only person I've talked to about it, and it's right. all been the same response. Like people, once I bring that up, the Bergdahl, they're like, ugh. You know, they like they just like oh it's my god, instant anger. Yeah, it's in instant. any venture. Because he got his brothers killed. Uh, numerous numerous people killed. Uh, All I to mean, complain about how they're treated. Exactly. That's the military. <laughs> Grow a sack. He wasn't even there very long. That's what's even funnier. Like, he was... We, oh, <laughs> we had one of those on our base, mm-hmm. and we shipped him out. You wow. know what, Bergdahl? You could have... You could have went to your higher command, been like, I'm too stressed, I'm a wussy, send me home, and they would have sent you home. They may have articled your butt, which is better than you murdering, getting your fellow brothers murdered, but you know what? Anyways. I feel like I've hit a topic. Yes. I'm sorry, if you guys like cereal, I, that's great. I do not believe that it's a good they story. should have done Bergdahl. They do a very good storytelling. Yes, the topic, I kind of, it's just like, this isn't really one of those. But they were kind of trapped themselves because of last season's being so successful. And so they, I feel like that they had to do something, a whole different topic. And this is in the news right now um, with this trial coming up. And so I understand why she, she wants the ratings. And I understand it's, about it. it's great, great job. Choose something that's not going to offend your military or or hit a button with your military or police or – I mean because I think I would have been just as mad had she done like the Freddie Gray case or anything oh, like yeah. that. 
I mean, choose something else. Don't choose. Well, uh, the thing I'm about so this digress. first first season was was something we none of us knew about. That was so was so so intriguing. So, anyways, that that's a big podcast I listen to. What any other podcasts you? Uh, you're not. No, really, podcaster. the only podcast I listen to is uh, Real Life Podcast, uh, and our podcast. Yeah. And then if I come over to your place, I listen to, uh, oh, what is it? The Bad, bad, bad Christians? Christian. Not Bad Christians, but Bad, bad Christian, Christian podcast. Whatever. There's five of those guys. I listen to like some business stuff, too, like Dave Ramsey's Entree Leadership. Yeah, I just listen to Dave Ramsey as I'm driving on KRMG. But that – so the seri- well, the whole point with that topic was the Serial Podcast is that same kind of intriguing storyline right, that – you know, you just you you feel like you can solve it. You feel like, based on what's been you've been told, that this is a cut and dry thing. Like, what's going on? And so, anyways, I got three more episodes to watch. It'll probably be Monday or Tuesday. I'll finish that thing out. Long story short, uh, we have a great guest coming up on our show uh, next episode. Due to our hectic schedules, we were unable to get together with him and. Uh, so hopefully this week we will get it recorded, we'll get it edited, we'll get it put up. That's why you have to listen to us ramble. And then the next podcast after that, after we have our guest on, we might have another guest with us because we're going to be talking about clergy salaries and tithing, and that's going to be a fun topic. The one Andrew's been waiting for this whole time. That's right. And if we get this uh, one person on here, it's going to be very interesting. It might be a two-parter. Yeah. It might be. It will be very interesting uh, to have this one guest on here with me. Uh, but we don't know. He may not, and that's fine. He's a very busy guy, too. He is extremely busy, and to get him in one spot for more than 30 minutes is near impossible. Well, I think that's going to do it for us this week. We just wanted to give you guys a short update. Thank you for your um, just listening to this podcast. We appreciate uh, reviews and, you know. Just let us know what's going on, BibleBeltBros at gmail.com. Let us know. Just give us some ideas of topics or anything else you want us to talk about after the book. And then um, we just appreciate you guys and, and your listening and your faithfulness to us. Right. Remember to like, rate, and review our podcast. And if you are friends with us on Facebook, share this podcast so that maybe your friends will listen to it. Have a good week, guys. Yep, we'll see you. Two bros in the Bible Belt.